Great day, everybody. I'm Sherry McIntosh, and this is a King and Two Queens podcast, where hosts David Carruthers, Karen Penn, and myself talk about how to power up relationships. So let's get into it. Great evening, everybody. It's your girl, Coach Sherry, and I'm here with my peeps, King David and Queen Karen. How's it going, y'all? Hey, it's going well. It's going great, well. Great, great, great. So we have a loaded topic for today, and it's called the pitfalls of relationships and how to avoid them. Now, keep in mind that while most people that are in relationships and may have experienced some things that weren't good, but know that all is not lost. So before we get into it, let's take a trip back to... The Time Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can play that song, Karen. He was in the running round, hanging with the crowd, putting your business in the street, talking out loud, saying you bought us this and that, and how much you done spent. I swear she must believe it's all heaven sent. Hey, boy, you better bring the check around. To the sad, sad truth, the dirty low down. So let me um, just give you a little bit of background on that song. Basically, it's talking about how a guy and girl are in a relationship. And the girl decides that she's going to go around town telling everybody what her boyfriend bought her and how she looks and looks like, look how great she looks because he's going out spending all this money on her. So she's basically just telling all his business all over town. And, and she's so, bragging too. <laughs> she's bragging very much so. Uh-huh. So the dad says to his son, dude, you better like lock this down, shut it down, shut it down. So everybody on the planet is not trying to get at you seeing maybe if you'll spend money on them too. Got it. Okay. Got it. So the definition of a pitfall is a hidden or unsuspected danger or difficulty. An example would be a covered pit used as a trap. Pretty thought-provoking, huh? Just imagine you know, walking walking down the street and you see something covered and you figure, you know, okay, well, you know, it's pretty solid. I can walk on it. Next thing you know, boom, you fall straight down into a pit. Listen, that's case for suing some people. This is true. That's the worst. So if you have, you know, some cute clothes on and then you just fall right in there and mud all over your clothes. and uh, That's scary. It's scary and it probably make you pretty mad. (laughs) So in my research, according to Psychology Today, there are nine common relationship mistakes. Taking your partner for granted to an unhealthy degree. Thinking about what would life look like without them. Number two, taking your partner too little for granted. Ignoring them or just being too clingy. Number three, letting the boundaries slip around your relationship. Oversharing your secrets may give them a skewed opinion and erode their trust in you and the relationship. 
That's what they were talking about in Lowdown. Number four, complaining about your partner to everyone except them, which is counterproductive to the relationship and prevents you from seeing the good things about them. Are you just complaining in the moment or is that how you really feel? Have you lost sight of, you know, the good things that have happened? Number five, turning on the passive aggressive switch, i.e. forgetting to do something you really don't want to do. Number six, constantly questioning your relationship, doubting that it will last due to actions or words that have been misconstrued. Number seven, not taking your partner serious enough. Are they at the top of your most important people list or do you put others, i.e. parents, children, friends first? Number eight, giving up on your partner, being angry at them for having challenges and not being supportive. And number nine, feeling hopeless, not putting the emotional investment into the relationship due to various reasons like infidelity, difference in personalities, lifestyles, and values. That's a little food for thought. That's a lot of food for thought. Yep. <laughs> That's a whole plateful right there. Like dinner, everything, dessert. Many relationships go through a lot of those things. Uh, mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that relationship has to end, but we're human. We go through all kinds of things. Yes, we do. So here are my questions for today. Number one, what is the problem with putting other important people ahead of their partners? Ooh, uh, Don't all speak up at once. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it's, 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 you know, I, I, it's, it's a sad question because it's like, who, who wants to be, first of all, who wants to be second place? So I, w- I would answer that question with a question. I don't want to be second place in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes, it would make me feel, and it would make anybody feel like that they really don't matter. You know what I mean? Um, um, if if you're going to be in a, in a successful relationship, you have to prioritize that person. You know? Um, because if they constantly feel like they're second place, then you're diminishing the person. And then you're going to diminish the relationship. Surely. The, the relationship suffers. I know for women um, uh, having children, they believe that they're supposed to give all their attention to the children and husbands left out. Like, what about me? And there's like a high level of tiredness. So when it gets around to husband, there's just this exhaustion that's there. And um, it can create a lot of problems in your relationship. Um, also work people get excited about their ego being stroked and they're just laying out the red carpet for somebody else and not their spate their spouse their mate uh, and that can create big problems oh you go in the office again uh, even in church uh, you trying to be perfect in the sight of man and not in the sight of God and you're just jumping through hoops for people oh I gotta go to church gotta go to church gotta go to church and even children can despise it can affect the family this oh parents going to church again or a mother or a father like two you know all these other people 
are prioritized, you know, creates a problem. Hey everyone, this is Karen Penn and I have an announcement for you. Are your relationships complicated? Are you tired of being alone? Do you need support on refocusing and maximizing your potential? Start a new journey with one of our certified life coaches to help you find balance and learn how to engage in more meaningful relationships. Connect with us at a king and two queens at gmail.com. That's spelled a king, the letter N, the number two, and the word queens at gmail.com. My thought about that is, I'll say two schools of thought. It all depends on your situation because number one, you get married and you don't have children when you get married, then yes, your attention and you know, your spouse should be number one. You know, of course, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, yeah, you know, my faith is number one. That's a given, that goes without saying. But when you get married, yeah, you have to put your spouse first you know even above your girls your guys you know your job all of that your spouse then when the children come along yes you have to pay attention to your children especially when they're babies but that does not you know take away the fact that you still need to put your spouse first because how did you get the kid you didn't you know it wasn't immaculate conception it wasn't going to you know the bank to you know just put a sperm and egg together you know and then implant the you know fertilized egg into your body no you and your husband out of your loving relationship created a baby you know so that child you know, get your attention, but not all of it. Not all of it. Because since you're both parents, you both together can take care of that child. And you can laugh about it. And, you know, you have some stories to tell your children as they grow up. You know, that's the fun pattern. Now, if you're a single parent, you know, regardless of what the circumstances is, yes, your children come first. But when you are in a situation where you're in a relationship that looks like it's ultimately going to end in marriage, yes, you take care of your children, but then your focus still has to shift to your spouse. You know, they, you know, and your spouse may not be, you know, the parent of your children, but if they love you, they know the children it's a package deal so they make the they make the decision that yes i want to marry you and i will love you and the children one of the things too i think that people kind of forget is is that they forget the balance you know when, when you are in a relationship um and you have kids it's easy for the kids to take all of the attention but what you have to remember is is that these kids are going to grow up one day and they're going to leave the house <laughs> So if you haven't if you haven't nurtured your relationship, you two could be looking at each other like, 
we have nothing in common but the kids and now the kids are gone yes and you know what can happen is then you start wanting to engage in your adult children's lives because you have nothing else to do mm. you haven't built on your relationship together so you only know to fall into the trap of well let's see what Susie's doing Mary Johnny and and how are the grandchildren like leave them alone and let them live their life and you begin to build on something that didn't have a foundation or it was very minimal foundation start building otherwise there's room for departure because you have nothing in common right I love it. I love the answers that you both gave because they're key. All right, so let's get on to our next question. Why do people sabotage their relationships by sharing issues about how their partner feels about their circle of friends or family? Not sure I understand. People sabotaging their relationship because they're sharing with their partner how their mate feels about their circle of friends i'm not sure i understand <laughs> no why do people sabotage their relationships by sharing issues about how their partner feels about uh. their circle of friends or family for instance you know um you know my spouse my boyfriend significant other you know can't stand my family because they feel like they're too intrusive or they're too this, they're too that, they're too the other. You know, and you go and share with your family. It's like, oh, you know. Okay. You go share with the family. Did you know what my spouse said about you? Okay, I got exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's sabotage right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can't stand none of y'all. <laughs> so then when you get to a family gathering, they're all looking at him sideways like, really? Okay. Let's see what we, we we'll just tell you what we don't like about you. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a there's a couple of issues to, to, you know, to that, you know, one, one of them that, that reminds me of, of the song by Houdini, you, you got a big mouth. And he would say, people used to say, <laughs> now I understand what we're talking about because what we do is just between me and you, not something that you go and tell your crew, but you had to tell Shelly, she told Pam, and Pam was over there talking to her man. There, there, there are some things in your relationship where it's like, look, this is just me and you. And if you tell your best friend, you better know that that it's just between you and the best friend. The problem is, and the reason for that song was is that everyone has a best friend. <laughs> so if I tell Karen, Karen tells her husband, and her husband tells, you know, his best friend. The next thing you know, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, then, well, why is this on Facebook? Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And now, yeah. now it's Facebook. You know what I mean? And, and there are, we, we have to go back to we have to go back to, to look, there are some things that are sacred. And, 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 if you, and if you have to tell someone that someone that you tell, you better make sure that they are trustworthy. And hopefully you're telling them, not just, not just to run your mouth, but you're telling them because you need some counsel and you need some instruction on how to do or how not to do. Not just because. We, 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 we talk way too much about anything and everything today. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Why do people do that? That's the biggest question. Don't ask me. <laughs> Don't ask me. 
People, wait a minute. Okay, people like drama. Yeah, I don't know. They're trying. You know, we love drama because look at what we watch on TV. We we love it. We talk about it. It's been since way back soap operas. That on Friday night they leave you in suspense. Like, what is he gonna do? Wait till he's about to knock on the door and catch his wife in bed with someone. Oh no, his hands right at the door. Oh, right, right, right. right, right. I I gotta wait till Monday. Like, we just love drama. Oh my gosh. Why don't, why don't you buy me flowers? Now you have characters. Like, why don't you buy me flowers? Yeah, like, what are you been watching? What are you been watching? I'm working. I'm working. I want the flowers because they gave the flowers. So we watch the, we love it. We no, we really do. Drama. So people, they sabotage because people like drama. <laughs> it's like, don't you think that's going to cause drama? Then when it comes back to you, what do you do? Sit there and look foolish? Well, mm-hmm. you also told me that you said, and after that, and then it's pointed to you, and you go, well, you know, I thought maybe if I told so-and-so, maybe they would. Well, telling so-and-so that your husband said he hates you, well, how, how is that going to fix something? Like what? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you have to look at your motives. You know, you can right. be mad in the moment, you know, and be like, oh, well, you know what? Okay. So you don't have to like me. Do you think people <laughs> don't think about the outcome or the moment? Yes. They're not even it's thinking. Exactly. Not, they don't think. They don't no, think. No one's thinking the whole thing through. If I do this, what will happen? Yeah. They just do it. So-and-so yeah. said so I can't stand so-and-so. Then you call so-and-so, so-and-so. They said they can't stand you. Yeah, that's gossiping, by the way. Right, right. (laughs) That's gossiping, and gossip ruins many of a relationship, not just the loving relationship you may have with your partner, but the relationships that spread out, you know, your family, your friends, your kids, anybody, you know. You, as an individual, needs to learn Okay, if I share this with somebody, is this going to be productive? Is there going to be a positive outcome? If the answer is no, then you don't need to share it. What you might want to consider doing is having a conversation with your partner and saying, okay, well, help me to understand why you feel this way. And then be quiet and allow them to speak. Yeah, if you need to know. The old school said, you got to learn how to hold water. Yep. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say, you can't hold water. Well, holding water is hard. You try to pour that in your hand, how are you going to hold it? But you got to learn how to hold water. That means it's that challenging. Keep your mouth shut. Yep. Shut exactly. Exactly. So, my final question is why do people project their fears, inadequacies, or mistrust? onto their pattern. Oh, boy. That's a hot button time. I think it's a good thing. Go ahead, Karen. I think it's a good thing. Uh, Project them, allow them to see your fears, your inadequacies, your your mistrust, so that you can work on it. Sometimes those things are so hidden and there's other things covered over it. You're really afraid, but you act like you're mad all the time. You're really inadequate, 
So you overcompensate and do all kinds of stuff. You don't trust them, so you're sneaking around doing it. Like, it has a result for you not being open and just say it. I'm afraid. I feel inadequate. I don't really trust this or you because blah, 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 blah. Help me to work on that fear and that, you know, that problem I have. So why do people project it? I think it's actually a good thing to allow to come out if it's there. Um, hiding it and doing something else instead, that's a problem. That's going to cause conflict that will take a while to get to the root of it because you're not being honest. You're not being honest. Hey everyone, we just got to take a quick commercial break right here. So sit tight, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Karen Penn, and I have an announcement for you. Are your relationships complicated? Are you tired of being alone? Do you need support on refocusing and maximizing your potential? Start a new journey with one of our certified life coaches to help you find balance and learn how to engage in more meaningful relationships. Connect with us at a king and two queens at gmail.com. That's spelled a king, the letter N, the number two, and the word queens at gmail.com. I think, Go ahead, David. Okay, so um, I think that, so kind of piggybacking off, off what Karen said, um, you know, when people project, there's usually a fear that they have. Um, and they don't want that fear exposed. And so it's easier to blame the other person. It's easier to blame the person you're with. It's, 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 it's easier to say, oh, marriage is overrated. No, you're overrated. Love is crazy. No, you're crazy. Love is great. Love, love and marriage, those are standards. There's nothing wrong with those standards. There's something wrong with you, sweetie. There's something wrong with you, my brother. And we love to blame. We love to, to, to that's what cancel culture is all about. It's like, oh, yeah. It, you know what cancel culture is? Cancel culture is you are speaking heavily on a truth that I do not want to expose, and you are exposing it, so you cancel him. Cancel him. That's what cancel culture is. No, no, no one's working on their character. <laughs> Yeah, we're coming. I love it. And if you are um, take a stand on something, you have a phobia because you're not receiving everything and anything. Right. Like what? Where's the standard? Right. There are no standards. That's like saying we don't need traffic lights. No, right. this set of traffic has to stop so the other can go. Like you got to have standards and rules and guides. You have to. Mm-hmm or else everything would blow up, everything would fall apart. Elder skeleton. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what we're heading towards, actually, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. We thought. So I feel that, number one, and I agree with both of you, um, you know, the problem may not be your partner. The problem may be with you or, or with us. 
you, you know, individually. You have to take accountability for your actions. And it's not fair to your partner if you have a problem with something. Okay, so you don't trust them. Okay, what have they done to make you not trust them? Could it be that you don't trust yourself? You know, like David said, or could it be that you're afraid to speak your truth and say, you know what? I haven't always been trustworthy because I've done this, that, and the third in the past. And I'm afraid to tell you that because, you know, I may or may not be struggling with it, or I may or may not be that person anymore. So instead of being truthful and honest and saying, it's me, you're saying it's you. Not cool. Not cool at all. So that is all the time that we have for today, but I would like to pose a question for final thoughts. What solutions can we offer to avoid or a positive resolution for the mistakes made in relationships? In other words, what can we say to our viewers so that they can avoid or have a positive resolution for the mistakes that are made in relationships? Um, you know, one simply is acknowledge them. You know what I mean? Um, I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen a lot of relationships and I've seen a lot of marriages um, fail because people just won't acknowledge what their weaknesses are. You know what I mean? Um, you, you cannot, um, if, if manipulation is your only go-to, then you're going to lose because at some point someone, the other person is going to wake up and be like, you've been manipulating me for years and, and I'm out now. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and you you can either be like, oh, you know, th- there's a lot of victims today. There's a lot of, oh, this happened and oh, that happened. And there's not enough people saying, I did this and I destroyed the relationship. And I did this or I lied or I, or, you know what I mean? There's too much people trying to cover up stuff. And and when you try to cover up stuff, it you basically show how much you value the other person, you know? Um, so... Acknowledge you're wrong, and, and 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 you know the words "I'm sorry" should be all should be readily on your lips. And if, if you are serious about having a relationship, knowing that also "I'm sorry" is not just a password, but it's it's an invitation for you to change and do better. I like that—an invitation for you to change, not just a password. I say honesty is. What they say, the best policy. (laughs) Be honest about yourself and what you're going through. Um, In relationships, sometimes there are places where there's like a stalemate. You've presented issues. The other person says, I don't know what to do with that. Or they disagree with you. And so rather than to argue about it, just leave it for a while. Give it some time. Um, what they say, time heals all wounds. Sometimes you just need some space and time and come and back and revisit some issues that you can maybe see it differently after some time has passed. But definitely be honest. You got to be honest, you know. That, that will keep your relationship out of a lot of hot water and drama. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. 
And I think that basically people need to be able to hear. And I mean really be able to listen to someone's hat, you know? You also have to be the adult that you are and take responsibility for your actions. You know, nobody is perfect. You know, people make mistakes. You have to give people space and the grace to be able to, you know, figure things out. You know, you can agree to disagree without the drama. You know, hold your hands up and say, I don't want to fight. You know, this is my viewpoint. This is your viewpoint. If we never come to an agreement, okay, well then it is what it is. Move on. You know, it's not something so serious that it can't be resolved or you can't just move on and live in peace. That's just my take on it. All right. All right, folks, we are out of time and we have had a great time expressing our views on the pitfalls of relationships and how to avoid them. And for Queen Karen and King David, it's your girl, Sherry, Coach Sherry. And we will see you next time. Deuces, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> Putting your business in the street Talking out loud Saying you bought us this and that How much you done spent I swear she must believe It's all hell to say Hey boy Better bring a check around To the sad, sad truth The dirty Lord down 